Hey there, folks. Eric Cabral here with the Entrepreneur Circle Podcast, Episode 3. I had the distinct pleasure of chatting with two really good buddies of mine who are part of many different business and personal relation things that I uh, am involved in, one of them being a mastermind group. Also, I am involved with Justin in in so many different ways, you know, one being uh, running the Princeton Real Estate Association subgroup, and then also um, we have a business together, a coaching, a real estate investment coaching business called First Deal Coaches, where we have a couple of students that we help walk through and get their first investment under their belt, and then we also partner through my creative agency called On Air Brands, where he is official, unofficially the COO of that company. So um, there are many, many, many different things, um, and I'm sure I'm missing one other thing, but um, he and Eric are really good pals, and we got an opportunity to chat after a real estate comp- um, a real estate investment meeting where we put it together and we we had a really good turnout of about 40 or 50 members and we usually hang out a little bit after have some dinner have some drinks and I just want to share and give you guys full disclosure I am about three possibly four beers into the evening when I decide hey let's chat about some cool stuff from my entrepreneur circle podcast and they were full game and willing to jump in which I totally appreciate but you can hear it in my voice you can see in my concentration a bit that um, I even forget my close buddy Justin's companies and one of which I helped him brand um, which was 88 real estate capital <laughs> and I lose the name and then also uh, he is also partners with Kevin uh, Davey on uh, Liberty Property Investments. So that is something that I want to correct here because I'm sure I flubbed it during the interview itself. But again, enjoy this one. This is Eric Dea of Mays Property Solutions and Justin Fraser of 88 Real Estate Capital, Liberty uh, Property Investments, and First Deal Coaches. And also, he works a full-time gig, so it's pretty bananas what Justin does, and also Eric has a full-time job, but still manages to run uh, side businesses. So these are really good guys to get in touch with if you want to get into investing. Uh, they're both, I believe, on Bigger Pockets as well as, as as my profile. You can find me on Bigger Pockets. You know, you can reach out to any one of us if you have questions, need inspiration, need someone to run through your numbers. Uh, these are really good guys that would love to help anyone out there in any way, shape, or form. Um, as far as business is concerned. So one last thing before we jump into episode three, I just wanted to give a shout out to Chris Orsi for helping to put together the new Entrepreneur Circle podcast introduction. It's amazing. It's awesome. I freaking love it. It is um, something that I've been wanting to do and something that I've really been um, hoping to get out there as far as this song which is from my old band, Lipstick and Cigarettes. 
Chris Orsi and Sarah McMillan, we had a band for about, I'd say, five years, possibly six years. We were out there on the local scene and we gained a lot of momentum and had some groundswell. And um, if you, you Google lipstick and cigarettes, you'll see a lot of our stuff out on YouTube. And, and, and I'm not sure if we still have on iTunes, but yeah, maybe it's on Spotify. But um, Chris did an amazing job. I said, you know, hey, remember that song that you guys did? Um, anesthetic and that was actually a song when we took a hiatus that they created and it was going to feature Sarah for for the majority of the album if not the whole album and it was never released and I always thought it was awesome it was amazing uh, what they had put together so please enjoy this new intro I love it Entrepreneur Circle Podcast Episode 3 Chris Orzi crushing the beats on this and helping to inspire and if anyone ever needs a podcast intro, hit me up and I will connect you to my man, Chris, and enjoy. You have now entered the entrepreneur circle. Hey everybody, Eric Cabral here with the Entrepreneur's Podcast. I am so eternally grateful for my two buddies that are sitting with me right now, right here at the Holiday Inn in Princeton, New Jersey. We just got out of our South Jersey Real Estate Investors Association meeting, had a great, great time, a lot of great people networking, meeting, adding value to each other's lives and businesses. So without further ado, thank you so much, Eric Dea of Mays Properties and Justin Fraser of 88 Capital Real Estate, 88 88 Real, Real Estate, Estate Capital. Capital. Wow. Uh, yeah, you, you would the think the guy who I... designed the logo. <laughs> Holy cow. Sorry, right, yeah, they were, I'm, I'm in, I'm three sheets to the wind right now, guys, oh. just full transparency. <laughs> I think so. And also um, Liberty Property, me investing. investing. Yeah. I had to look at his shirt. He has his logo wow. there. But uh, Justin has many, many, many companies, also one of which is coaches. also First Deal Coaches. <laughs> he, we are partners in a real estate coaching uh, company. But welcome, welcome to the Entrepreneur Thank you. Circle Thank you. podcast. I'm glad to be here sitting in a circle with fellow entrepreneurs. We are literally sitting in a circle fantastic. with uh, some brewskis in our hand yeah. uh, late on a Thursday evening on a school night. But... Yep. Um, before we uh, get started, I just wanted to shout out to everybody that's listening, everybody that um, tunes in to get some interesting content, inspiration, things to sort of hopefully add value and help you in your business. And um, thank you so much for listening. Please like and subscribe. And if you're listening to on, uh, us on Anchor, you can clap or leave. Yeah, they do have a clap feature That's good. on there, which yeah. is which nobody uses. And uh, <laughs> they have a really cool thing, though, where people can leave voicemails. And you can potentially get added into another episode of the podcast. So really? I encourage everyone like out there to, yeah, please oh. contribute. Um, you can be on the next episode of the Entrepreneur Circle podcast, and I will answer any questions or feature you, even if you just want to make a comment, you know, uh, pat us on the back, 
do whatever you want to do, but uh, we encourage you to engage with us and uh, be part of our community. Yeah, we'll come back and answer so, some questions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Justin is my one listener on all the podcasts. Yes. Uh, I'm going to leave a voicemail for myself <laughs> now, on this message. You now have one like on each other. Yes, thank you so I know much. I clapped. I clapped oh, on we're clapping. What's funny is um, I was outside during um, the presentation that was happening tonight at our, at our real estate meeting, and I started live Facebook, you know, live out there talking about it. I forgot what I was talking about. And Justin pops up on the screen and he goes, get back in here, get to work. <laughs> I got a notification and it says Erica's live. I'm looking around the room like, what is he, live streaming the, the presentation or something? No, live from the he's bathroom. standing outside. I see him standing outside the window, like talking to himself. I'm like, we've got a really good viewers. meeting going on in here. Talking to the world. It was awesome. I was trying to inspire people, man. Like, come out to the meeting and start connecting to people. That's too late. They missed the boat. Yeah, that's true. But at least for the next one. Well, yeah. But it was cool because some people. But it was cool and it wasn't cool because they left the meeting early. But like half a dozen people came out and they were in the meeting. Yeah. And I got them in live. Okay. And I started chatting with them a little bit. And I was like, hey, this is what it's about. Come out, network, meet people. These guys, you know, if I didn't come out and meet them, they wouldn't be coming to the branding workshop this weekend, June June 23rd on Air Brands. But um, is this going to go live before that? No, probably not. (laughs) I'm just used to plugging. (laughs) That workshop was fantastic. That workshop. I'm listening to this episode eight weeks later. Yeah. (laughs) But um, so so I wanted to talk to you, Eric, really quickly. Maze Properties, that's named after your daughters, your my, beautiful My daughters, daughters, my wife, and myself, yes. Yes, that is awesome. at the end because I put all of them before me. I, I love that because it makes sense what you're saying. It has a lot of meaning behind it as outside of, you know, just the names and the, the, the initials because, you know, hey, you got to navigate through this maze and I'll be your guide uh, to, to help you invest. You know, it's got a lot of story and a lot of uh, sort of cool things you could do with it. Um, so... Since this is the Entrepreneur Circle podcast, what inspired you to sort of start your company, get involved in investing? You know, what was that spark? Well, the the overall basically is, um, you know, passive income, cash flow income for retirement, for paying for my kids to get through college, weddings, everything. I mean, I I looked at my life... uh, few years ago and you know when my daughter was born she's four now and uh you know the the thought rolls through your head wow i have a a child to raise and and somebody to put through school and somebody to to worry about and you you start looking at you know your personal income your your w-2 job and trying to figure out you know where do the numbers add up and and you start doing some simple math and they don't add up. It, it ends in me working till I'm 75 and, right, absolutely. <laughs> and not being able to retire so, so, ever. So give an audience a little bit of a taste of, you know, your reality. You know, what, what is your full-time gig? And because I know you, you, you work full-time, you have several, you do other things. You have a real estate agent, you know, you, you, you do multiple things. And I wanted you to inspire the folks that are listening out there that, um, you know, have a ton of excuses like I you know work a full-time job and I don't have time to educate myself or or network or you know how are you doing all of those things and still investing sure well I mean so it's uh kind of goes back to you know graduating high school I was uh I was not into school wasn't into class didn't want to pay attention you know I don't have the the I guess um attention span for it but you know I I'm, I'm good with you know, learning new things and, and kind of an entrepreneur, you know, mindset, you know, how can I create money? How can I, you know, 
get a, a business going, some, something where I can, you know, oversee it and, and kind of fine tune it. That's kind of what I've always been in. So I gravitated to the automotive business. You know, I was into cars. Cars were, yep. you know, cool, racing, everything. You could, you know, make a living off of it, flipping cars, restoring cars, yep. you know. So I got, I got into that, and I was like, well, this must be what I'm meant to do. So I went to Did tech. you flip cars? Uh, I never flipped cars. I restored a few cars. Uh, you know, I, I, probably at this point in my life, I've owned over 20 cars, uh, you know, in and out. Um, so, I think I've owned two. I mean, three, <laughs> three for me. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm unlike my 20th car. But, uh, you know, wow. you, you buy one, you fix it here and there, you sell it, you race a couple. You know, it was just, you know, more of a lifestyle than anything else. And, yeah. you know, I, I ended up going to tech school, got into, you know, working it with my hands at the shops and, and then learned real quick that, you know, getting home with busted knuckles and dirty fingernails every day was mm -hmm. not what I wanted to do. And I had a knack for management. So I got into, you know, managing and overseeing technicians and, and then got into the dealer level and uh, service end of the business. And, you know, I've been doing it for, you know, 12, 13 years now. And uh, yeah, you know, it, once my daughter was born, I, I sat back and said, wow, where, where am I really going with this? Am I going to retire on this, or am, am I going to be working for the rest of my life? Yeah, it's interesting what he says, and Justin, you could chime in here, too, as well, at any time. Um, Thanks for the permission. The, no, no, yeah, well, I didn't know if you were trying to be respectful. <laughs> no, we don't good. need to respect yeah, Eric, you know, we know him long enough. Yeah. But what's interesting is what he says, because it's also <clears throat> what happened to me, was the first kid that really lit the fire yeah. for yeah. me to sort of get into some other type of mindset where it's like, how do I provide like that, 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 that DNA that's ingrained in all males, right? You know, hunters and gatherers, we're like, what am I going to do for the future of my family and their legacy and the wealth? And like Justin jumped into real estate investing before he had kids. Yeah. I mean, for me, it, I was investing before I had kids, um, just married and, and actually we bought our first rental before we bought our own house. So where did that but, come from? It's like, uh, that actually just came from like, it actually came from, I had a little bit of money that I had saved up through, through college and, and high school and everything. And was like trying to figure out, do I want to be in stocks or, or mm -hmm. business or what do I want to do? Do I want to open a business? And um, I found found real estate, and I thought, all right, I'll, let me try this out just as like a retirement thing. Let me put twenty grand into this property. Why and, not stocks, though? And, um, I didn't. I never loved the volatility of stocks. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't like the lack of control on stocks. I felt like real estate. I've always been sort of a doer. So if I if I could control the real estate, I could pick the asset I was going to buy. I could pick what repairs I was going to do, and and really m have more control over the return I was going to get. So. That was a theory, at least, and I figured, let's try it. Let's try it. Jump on in. Did you know any investors? Did you? No. So it was just you just, on an island figuring it out <laughs> well, for yourself. Well, I found bigger pockets. I started Googling, found bigger pockets, yeah. and so uh, that was, you know, there there weren't as many podcasts to listen to back then, and um, but I listened to them all and read. What's that? <laughs> Were there two episodes when you jumped? Yeah, in? yeah, yeah. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I just I just started reading and and read books and figured it out, and I learned by doing. So yeah. So I mean, I've always had like an entrepreneurial mind. I I have a my degree in school is marketing and entrepreneurship. So I've always Wait, knew I wanted to entrepreneurship. You could do entrepreneurship yeah. in school. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I could. <laughs> I should have went to your school. Right? Yeah. Um, that's a different discussion for a different day. <laughs> no, I mean this is the entrepreneur circle. Well, I, I don't guess, think so. that. Uh, 
I mean, I don't ever say I have regrets in my life, but uh, I feel like I could have spent my money in better ways than the degree that I got. Gotcha. Okay. I wish I knew more about real estate before I spent all my money on college. Right. Right. Not that I wouldn't have gone to college. Could have learned it a lot cheaper. But I, yeah, get exactly. get a real estate license start, right. <laughs> yeah. start taking in. I feel yeah. like I probably, you know, I would have house hacked through college. Mm. I would have gone to a cheaper school. I would have, like... There's there's ways if that if you're just in, in school, yeah, but right. you, you realize that everything happened the way it happened. Exactly, we and that's why I say here. I'm not big on regrets because yes. because I'm very grateful for where I am right now. Yeah. and so so with that in mind, I'm I'm good. I'm comfortable right. with the choices that I made, and, and I'm very happy with with where I am right now. And so yeah, so I, I you know I, I knew I wanted to buy real estate. I bought real estate at 25. And just uh, held it for a little while, and realized. Then I got into a flip with my partner Kevin, and um, but when my son was born last year, um, that that was a fire like like you guys said, like nothing I've seen. Like it was one thing when you know it was just me and my wife, and then okay, the baby's coming, right? That baby's born, and then we it's start like a talking. Light switch. Yeah, oh, yeah, a light Literally switch. Up. And it's like not only that primal instinct, but the expenses that come along with it. Mm-hmm. And we started looking at daycares. I remember leaving the daycare that we, we that we ultimately ended up picking. And I thought, uh, you know, I, I want the best daycare for my son. You know, I want, you know, I want to be able to provide these things for him. But holy cow, is that expensive? <laughs> Where is that? Like, we were like getting by, right? Like, like I have a good job. I have, you know, but we spend, I spend a lot of money on my house and then just life, yeah, right? Yeah. And it just goes, it just goes and, mm-hmm. and dinner's out and everything. And I've never been, like our speaker tonight, Sonny, was very good about like saving money, save, scrimping every penny and like yeah. being very cautious of that. Mm-hmm. That's, I get that. And I've done that at periods of my life, but I always sort of revert back to like, yeah, I've earned a nice night out. You know, let's go have have a drink or let's, a nice dinner or, or something. Or, yeah, let's go to a nice uh, Brazilian steakhouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And then, like, $100 later, and you're like, wow. Wait, just, this was supposed to be a free meal. Right. I just <laughs> spent so much money on dinner. But so, so $19 I was, drinks catch up. <laughs> exactly. So then I was, like, really, that lit the fire under me last summer. And I was like, I have to go and take the business to the next level. Yeah. So, guys, after everybody who's listening to you to this, um, Justin did an amazing thing, and you know, Eric and I witnessed the metamorphosis that was Justin Fraser, the two to three unit single family home owner, to the massive forty unit master <laughs> that literally happened in about a, a year or less yeah. in time yeah. from inception to action. And it was really, it was marvelous to watch and to Not see. Not only action, but results. very inspiring yeah. results. I'm so I'm now that we're great. here, and this is, you know, teed up for you, walk us down, you know, from day one, what made you think, okay, I'm going to effing syndicate this and yeah. just start reading and educating and, and aligning myself with people and... Networking. Networking and doing it. Because Networking is key. Yeah. Education is key. And I mean, then if I, you want to throw an 88, you know, and how that all got branded too, if you want to. <laughs> 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 but but you know, on-air brands completely but, took uh, over. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, no, but I mean, no. I mean, in all seriousness, like, take us through, like, how, inspire people who are listening because you did something that people can eat, like, in a lot 
lifetime, they yeah. wouldn't even imagine doing what you yeah. did in less than a year. Or a year. Listen, I I made a plan, and and it comes down to that for me. Like I I set a goal, and I knew I wanted. I was aiming for a 50 unit or more apartment complex within driving distance, and I was going to figure out the details as I went. But I assembled the team around me. I didn't hit 50. We bought a 40 unit. No, but you, you, you put offers on but hundreds I'm, and hundreds of units. I did. I put on a, an offer on 107 and a 79 mm-hmm. and uh, a bunch of other units. But but it, it, it doesn't matter at the end of the day because I set a massive goal. And so I absolutely achieved it. You know, I'm, yep. I'm extremely thrilled. And it's not about the number of units. It's, it's about the fact that we've got this thing done. And so yep. it's like I set my goal of I needed an apartment building. You know, and, and I have my why, my family, and, and, and everything is very strong for me. And I figured out a plan of, like, how am I going to do this? Because right? you can't do it by yourself. And I always tell people real estate is a team sport because uh, you need help from, from helping evaluate property to uh, understanding the steps involved to buy a property like that to raising money for the syndication. You know, we syndicated this, which means I bring, brought in uh, partners to help raise money for the down payment, and then I qualified for the loan, and then together we all went and bought this property. There's a million steps that go, that go into this thing. Pro- that's not an exaggeration. Literally, yeah. probably at least a million. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lot of late nights, a lot of hard work um, every single night. And, you know, it starts with, like, very patient wife, like super understanding, Key. could not could not do it without her, right? Key to all of our success. Absolutely. Having right? a partner Come, that is literally your partner. And it comes back to the, the and you said it before, and we, we've been alluding to it, but it's the yeah. why. The why. Yeah. Why do you do yep. it? Yeah. Why, what's behind you? What's your motivator? Right. And, right. and it comes down to, you know, you got to pick that, that big yeah. reason. Yeah. It's going to push you right through it. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have had similar conversations. Like, I sat down with my wife, and we talked about this, and I said, I want to do this. Here's why. Here's, where, here's what I think is going to happen in a year or two years or whenever I buy this apartment complex. And you know, this, is what, this is how our life is going to change, and, and this is why I want to do that. And I'm not doing it just for, for dollars and for this, to, the, notoriety. to say idea. Yeah, notoriety. Uh, it's, it's because the, these are the goals that I have for our family, mm-hmm. yeah. and she's 100% on board. And yeah. I know that your wives are on board, too. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't be sitting here at 11-something at night on a Thursday, right? <laughs> right? But honestly, like, it all comes back to if, if your goals are aligned and you know, you're, you're in lockstep with everyone at home, then you can go out and achieve your goals. So if it, it doesn't happen without that, right? You've got to build Absolutely. the foundation up. Yeah, and, exactly. And you, you yeah. build the empire on top of a strong foundation. Your foundation's your family, yeah. your spouse, your kids, whatever it may be. Yeah, because because being entrepreneurs, um, it's 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 got a lot of risks, right? Right, yep. more risks mm-hmm. than reward. And to have a spouse or a partner that can tolerate that level of risk, and to 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 support you through the the ups and downs. And there's a lot of downs. There's a lot of things that can cause stress on a family dynamic, and you know, money being one of the big ones. Yep. And to get that support and love and understanding is key to to being an entrepreneur. And um, you know, if, you, if if you're a solopreneur and you're just like a twenty-something guy, you know, yeah, it might be easy because you don't have anyone to answer to. But when you have a family and you have a wife or a husband that um, that doesn't understand what you're doing, that's going to be that would be tough. That would be extremely challenging. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. back to Justin no, so, and but yeah, nothing happens. Life. Nothing happens without nothing that. happens without right. without them. And you know, just shout out 
to my lovely wife, Jane. Thank you so much for raising our two daughters. You want to give a little shout-out shout to, out to Kathleen for being an awesome wife, awesome mother to our kid, shout James. Shout-out to Michelle. Love you, baby. <laughs> you guys you are the best. We would not be here um, you know, achieving all of the things that we're set out to do without you guys uh, loving and supporting us. So thank you. Thank you so much. But anyway, back to Justin. Uh, he just finished his beer, so now he's... Yeah. Now I'm ready. <laughs> he's ready to... <laughs> well, he's, he's ready, ready to bring it details. home. <laughs> uh, where was I? Um, we were talking about, you know, oh, the, just the, story. the family dynamic. So, okay, and, yeah. so, so I made the plan, and um, I was talking about teamwork. So I needed, um, I needed everything, right? What, I, what did I have? I had uh, some time... Uh, outside of my day job and my family commitments. Justin works a full-time gig, by yes. the way. He yes. works the 40 to 40, 50-hour weeks. Right. And still, yes. man, so uh, everyone yeah. out there who's listening that has a full-time job that, that is afraid to take a leap to join or you know the, the entrepreneur uh, community uh, or has dreams to do whatever, you know, write a book or start a company or do something outside of your nine to five. Justin is a prime example. Eric is a prime example of being able to do more than what you have in front of you. You every have to day. prioritize. You know, for me, like it's it's family time at home. Mm-hmm. You know, it's my day job. I can't get fired. I need I need that check coming in. I want to you know continue to 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 kick butt at work. And then it's the real estate, right? And, and that is it. I don't usually go out and party on a Friday night. I'm not that, like, if I'm going out, it's to a networking meeting mm-hmm. like this to build my business, to make new connections. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not going out and, you know, wasting my time, really. You know, that's not to say you don't have fun, but I know what the priority is. And it doesn't have to be the priority forever, but for now... Listen, I had a massive goal, and I needed to, to do whatever it took to take on and to get there. So, yes, making time, uh, nights, weekends, lunch breaks for phone calls, you know, basically any, any spare minute that I could find. Um, literally getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning to write up some contracts or review documents before going in the office. Um, whatever it takes, you have to, you know, you, when you have the strong why and you have the goal, it doesn't really matter so much. You find the time, you just make it, you make it happen and you have to, and you can't give up. And so I, um, I brought on a, I found someone that has experience. Um, shout out to Matt for, for walking me through this. And, you know, basically I approached Matt and said, Matt Faircloth. Uh, yep. Uh, Matt Faircloth of the DeRosa group. DeRosa group. <laughs> Amazing dude. Um, Liz Faircloth also. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Um, so yeah. I, I approached yeah. Matt, and you know we had a we had a relationship already, and uh, I said, look, I wanna I wanna do what you do, and I but I need your guidance. I knew I knew I had a, a lack of experience. Of course, I had a single family portfolio. It's very very different when you're trying to go after apartments. So mm-hmm. I I told him, look, let's partner on this. Let me bring you in. I'll give you a piece of my piece in exchange for your expertise and guidance. Now, did you come up with that or did he come up with that? Like, how did that work? Do you remember? Um, I think that uh, he probably planted the seed. <laughs> Brilliant salesman. As, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I had done a year before that, I had done a, a coaching program with him and, mm-hmm. um, you know, got, got really the basics, the foundation of like how to underwrite a deal and, and the, those sorts of things. And sort of, that's sort of where the idea started spinning around in my head. And so from there, I, you know, I, I, I think in, during that we had had a very vague conversation. And so mm. 
then I approached him with a plan and I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy a property like this. It's going to look like that. You know, here's what I think is fair for you and for me. And here's how it's going to work. And here's how often I want to talk to you. And here's what I need. And here's what I can give you. And he said, yep, let's do it. You know? And so that, I mean, that showed a lot of faith and trust in me because he had to make a commitment of time. uh, And we spent a lot of time together. And if that deal fell apart, you know, there, there would have not have been a payoff, but thankfully he believed in me and um, I believed in me and we were able to pull it off. Um, so, so bringing on someone for, with the credibility and the experience was key. And then, you know, building the team around it and finding people uh, on the ground. You know, we made relationships with a lot of brokers in a lot of cities and uh, we used bigger pockets and put up, you know, hey, we're going to, this property is in Norfolk, Virginia. We put up a, a post on there and said, hey, we're coming down to town. Uh, I need property manager recommendations. And by the way, let's meet up at a bar. And I don't care if you've done, you know, your first wholesale deal, never done a deal or you own, you know, a hundred million dollars. Let's talk and, and network and share some stories. And mm-hmm. people are surprisingly very interested. You know, we've had some where actually the first time I ever did it, we had one person show up. So I was a little disheartening, but had a great conversation with that one person. And um, then from there, you know, we do it and we did it. You, Eric, you and I did it in Harrisburg when mm-hmm. we went out there. And, um, you know, you make connections with local investors and build those relationships. And then you get recommendations uh, along the way of property managers, contractors, into, insight into neighborhoods and, and areas where, if, you know, it's not, it's not your city, but it's their city. So you can rely on their expertise. So mm-hmm. starting to build a local team, property management, contractors, and then it's just a matter of looking at as many properties as you can and finding that one that, that works for you and then making offers that make sense. Nice. Um, so that's, you know, so that's what we did. And then uh, we actually got one. You know, I had a broker. The, the way I got the deal was um, a broker that we had met in July at about, about a different property. Um, I stayed in contact with him. You know, we had taken him out to for dinner and drinks and stuff on, you know, on me. That's, a, in my mind, a, a low investment. Mm-hmm. dinner and drinks and followed up every two to three weeks like a drip campaign like a marketing campaign <laughs> and and just hey here's a reminder don't forget about me random phone call random email you know don't forget hey i saw this is going on you know what do you think is going on in the market you know just sort of com- keep that conversation going mm-hmm. and a reminder of what i'm looking for and then i think we went back down there to the town again and met up with them again and so just a reminder let's look in the property the inventory and then one day he called and said, you know, I've got something off market. It just came, came over to me. It'd be perfect. It's what you're looking for. And he basically, he said, you got to get over here. So uh, I think he called on Wednesday or Thursday. We were down there on Monday. And, you know, it eventually worked out. Yeah. So just, just to hone in on a couple of things that you mentioned during your story, uh, uh, one of them is networking yeah. right? and the importance of that. And also, um, you know, sort of, a branch off of networking is how to use specific tools uh, within networking. So bigger pockets, you took advantage yeah. of it in a way where most people um, don't yeah. use, you know, that tool. Um, and there was one other thing, but I can't remember because I've had too many drinks. But um, <laughs> so, so networking, how the drip campaign, the drip campaign, and how you sort of built your network over time. Yeah. And then also how you um, basically, and this is this is my wheelhouse. You created brand trust yeah. within the community. Um, you know, you you started to run local real estate uh, meetups, 
you know, one in um, in a so, town five hours away. Yeah, in a town. Well, well, aside. So, so Justin's done this crazy stuff where, um, you know, he's he's built networks locally. So, for for you out of state and out of country, because I think I, I do have audience actually outside of the country um, that You're are listening. Now. We're international, <laughs> and um, this is New Jersey. So we are New Jersey. 40 minutes away from New York City. Yeah. And Justin, when I first met him, it was in a networking event. Mm-hmm. And it was in New Brunswick, New Jersey, central New Jersey. And I, I was hungry. Still am. And Good thing we're at a Mexican you get- <laughs> <laughs> and you and, and you and I connected, you know, rel- relatively quickly. And um, but that was part of a bigger picture because you are, were and he was the brand and the network for that area, right? So expand on that. Like that was like the step to you becoming who you are now. Mm-hmm. Cause like I saw and witnessed, you know, New Brunswick running that show, yeah. coming to Princeton, you know, moving up and yeah. then Flipping going to house. Princeton, New Jersey. <laughs> and then like slowly but surely getting to the point where like was it always in your mind and to build a network of investors that would help you and elevate you and support you in that vision and that goal like did you have was that by design or did it just sort of uh, a little bit okay. a little bit so i wish i could claim you know grandmaster plan from the very <laughs> yeah, beginning so but, <laughs> but honestly i mean three years ago i didn't think that i'd be buying a property like this but uh or have the connections and network that i do right now but it, I always viewed networking and helping other investors as, A, the right thing to do, mm-hmm. and B, a long-term investment. And long-term investments that you don't know, networking is an investment, you don't know when it's going to pay off, but it pays off big, right? Mm-hmm. And it pays off from, you know, a partnership opportunity or someone calling with a lead or, you know, I, I meet with, okay, so, so I started running the, for SJ RIA, you know, we have a, a dozen subgroups or so. And so South Jersey real estate investors. Yes. So I, I was a member and a, and a few years ago, um, the president of SJ RIA was at our main meeting in Princeton that Matt was running. And, and they said, you know, we're looking to expand up into Middlesex County. And I said, well, I, I live in Middlesex County. I know it. I approached them after. I didn't know. I had barely spoken to Matt and I didn't really know uh, the president, Tom. And I, I said, hey, I, I can help. I don't know how, but you know, I'm, I manage projects during the day. I'm an investor. You know, I'll, I'll help you guys. I'll run it. So, me and another investor even uh, partnered up and put that meeting together. And so I ran that with him for about a year, maybe almost a year. And we brought in good quality speakers and um, got some experience, like being the guy at the front of the room, and sort of um, really enjoyed it. Like. Because I got then to talk to everyone, and like if you're the guy at the front of the room, people usually want to talk to you. They, they at least, you. yeah, they at least uh, assume you know what you're talking about, even <laughs> yeah. if you don't. You know, kind of fake it till you make it. And so, so I started building some really good connections, and that is where we met. And um, you know, on bigger pockets or other areas, I just would always. Anytime I had my keywords set up, so anytime someone would say I'm from the area, 
come out to our meeting, come out to our meeting, come out to our meeting. And I, I do that for everyone. And that's actually how I met you. Yeah. Is that how we met? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I really? put up something on bigger pockets. That's how I met both of you guys? You responded Me too, to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I, and said, that's I'll it. come to the meeting. And I think it was actually the first meeting at Middlesex, at Middlesex. When, when I came to it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then I signed up for SJ Rhea and, and started my Look whole you. educational You should experience. be president of SJ Rhea. <laughs> you ever think about doing that? Did you hear that? Seed plant. This ad paid for. To everyone who has to vote this November. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly. So that, that's awesome. Same. I actually didn't realize that. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, I kind of forget. But that's what. But I still do that to everyone, yeah. right? Anytime that hits on my keyword, I say, I say, we're out here in Princeton, we're in New Brunswick, Trenton, do all these meetings. Because honestly, it started with I got a lot of value from. I remember on my first deal and my second deal, like not knowing what the heck was going on. Mm -hmm. And I called investors that I had met here that had a lot more experience than I did. Mm -hmm. And it was so valuable because I was like freaking out about, you know, the seller said this or what's the next step and how do I do this? And like, they calmly talked me through it. I'll never forget that. So I was like, I want to do that. Like I got to Now I got to help other people too yeah. because they helped me and you got to sort of pass it on. But that's great helping other investors. But there is a benefit to it as well. You know, I tell every new investor, they all think they're special, but I use the same line on them. It's hilarious. <laughs> I say, like, I want you, because they're always like, well, why would you talk to me? Why would you help me? And I say, I want you to be so successful, and if I can just have a little bit of a hand in that, that you're so massively successful that you just throw me your scrap deals later on, right? <laughs> and they love that, right? We talk, and you know, they laugh. And, but it's true. Like, if, if I can help them in any way become super successful, and then, you know, it comes back to you in the terms yeah. of a deal or a partnership or something later Absolutely. on. Absolutely. So, for example, and just to give you guys a taste of where Justin comes from, where his, you know, his 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 authenticity comes from. When I first got into real estate uh, a year and three months, a year and a half ago, um, he was one of the very first people. Same thing as you, Eric, that uh, I reached out to, and he responded right away. So here is how helpful and what a good person he is. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And I started analyzing through the bigger pockets tools. And as you get to play around in more tools and become a, a more of a seasoned investor, you realize that's a good start, mm -hmm. right? But it's not really the most robust tool um, you know, for investors. So I would throw him you know, whatever bigger pockets spit out. And Justin would say, did you think about this? 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 And I'm like, oh crap. you know. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So then I would do more. And, and he would be genuine. He would literally write three, four, five paragraph emails to me. Like, did you think about vacancy? Did you think about it? Look at the, there was, there's tarp on that. How do you remember that one? There's tarp on the roof. That means that it needs, it needs at least $10,000 worth of renovations. So I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Right. And he it's not actually cared. Like, he actually took the time to to sort of get me comfortable Educate. with analyzing and educating me um, on properties and making me realize that, wow, you know, having a network of people that I can trust and tap into that will make me feel comfortable when it's time to make an offer, you know, that's invaluable and that's amazing to, to, to have, you know, at, at your, your, your beck and call, so to speak. But um, look where we are now. Yeah. You know, we've started, um, you know, another business and I pulled you into another so like it's growing the network is growing Snowball. the right. cash flow is growing right. the opportunities right. are growing whenever we talk it's always like 
so much stuff going on yeah. and so much stuff that we could build on. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's just amazing, you know, being around people like like you guys and you know, we started a mastermind group. And I think Justin spearheaded that as well. I, did, I mean yep. this guy, you know, he's he's the, the <laughs> we're gonna end up, you know, when we're in heaven, be like Justin's like the one that's like at the pearly <laughs> gates and shit. Like, <laughs> Come on guys, I already opened the door. Yeah <laughs> guys, I got you all VIP tickets. This is the real mastermind group. <laughs> you know, oh I didn't realize all this time you've been guiding us oh, here. Oh god. But um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, networking is really, you know, yeah. what I'm trying to get at and how important it is to give back, right? Yeah. With your truest self. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you can't expect, like, you have to do it from a place of, I. it's not like I sent that email to you and I expected you to then wash my car. Like, <laughs> come from it's, contribution. Yeah. If you come from contribution... The, the yeah. universe has a way of yeah, bringing it exactly. back to you. Yeah, exactly. I believe yeah. in that. I yeah. believe in that a, a thousand lot. Percent. And, yep. you know, the more yep. good yep. you put out there, the more comes back. And yep. it's not always even, but that's okay. And, you know, it works itself it, out. At least your, your, you know, intentions were pure and you wanted to help. And, you know, yeah. what? So eventually it'll come back to you. Yeah. Tenfold sometimes. It always does. So it's like for every 100 people that don't, you know, just absorb and leech off of you, there's the one, two that give yeah. you the hundred back. You know, be- yeah, and and I want to just build on that a little bit because you know I said I send that I probably sent you guys almost an identical message years apart, you know, because right. I've known Eric a lot longer and uh, um, but but really um, it's the people that respond and take action mm-hmm. that end up sticking out because if I've sent that message to a hundred people, maybe six have become like long term business friends or friends and two have become like close close friends you know and like mm-hmm. like not everyone responds that way a lot of people will say oh whatever i'll come to one, one meeting i talk to so many people they come into the meeting they're all excited and then you never hear from them again and i give them my card and i say call me away. text me ask me questions you know i'm busy but i'll take a few minutes and answer yeah. your question for you because that one question could mean the difference from someone like getting going or having their deal fall apart or so i try to help money yeah exactly well yeah. yeah we don't want anyone to lose no, all no. their money yeah so true and you know and, and anyone out there who's listening um if, if if you ever felt hesitation of helping someone or networking and like should i really give my all or give all the secrets you know put it out there you know because you know like like these guys are saying um you you could really be helping to point them in the right direction where they won't get hurt you know um for example i think one of the guys that justin and i used to coach um i forgot his name already anyway he moved away and um he was a really nice guy and he called me once you know we were doing a coaching session or whatever it was and he said man i'm really excited i'm about to buy a property and i said did you do a background check on this contract that you're hiring and he goes no i didn't and I said, do me a favor, you know, do a background check. Here are, here's my password, username, look him up. He called me back. I didn't even use your account. I just Googled his name, John Smith, whatever. And the guy just left prison. <laughs> he had a record for, or he had, he was arrested for, and his public record, he was arrested for credit card fraud and, and, and 
all this yeah. other stuff. And he was like, thank you mm-hmm. so much, yeah. right, for helping me. And just that one conversation, I was about to pull the trigger, buy this property mm-hmm. with this, this, this scary guy who was going to get involved <laughs> in the rehab, and the rehab, air quotes. And no, he was going to get ripped off. And, you know, put yourself out there, help people, and, you know, you could l- literally... You know, that could have been a life and death situation, right? Right. right. <laughs> you know? And it didn't cost you anything to give him that advice. No. Right. It was like five minutes you know. of my day. Right. You know? So I wonder what happened to him. I hope he's doing well. I'll call him. I'll text him. him a cookie. <laughs> Send him an email. <laughs> Send him an email, uh, LinkedIn message. Snapchat. But yeah. <laughs> um, so, so you guys are awesome. I really, really love hanging out with you guys and drinking beers and... Um, what's what's on the horizon for you, Dea? Oh, what what are your plans? Buy property. That's my that's more my property. plan. Yep. You more, got it. You got any, any number? I know you're talking about this eight unit thing that you're potentially. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 on the uh, it's on the radar. I mean, if everything comes together and it makes sense, then you know, hopefully it'll it'll work out. But uh, if not, then you keep pushing. Yeah. Keep trying. yeah, but you're doing the right thing, man. You're taking a good big step. I mean, jumping up to eight units. Just the fact that you're looking at eight units, you know, that's your head's in the right spot. And got to got to get the uh, got to get to the the magic number eventually. And, so, you do know, you have a magic number? I I have a magic number good. of of comfort. Okay. It's, it's you know, I, I'm looking for five to six thousand dollars a month of passive income. Cash that's great, income, and a lot of people don't paid. have that like set up. So it's good that you, I don't have that, and, but it's good that you do. I work full time, so yeah. and and we're backing it with a with a real estate career and uh, you know retail yeah. real estate. So yeah, you know a little bit every little bit counts, and you know eventually you get to the finish line. And uh, yeah, so can you speak a little bit about because a lot of real and, and everyone who's listening who's a real estate investor who wants to invest in real estate, there's always that question, right? Do I get my real estate license or not? You know, and you're one of the people that did it. You know, I know that was one of the questions I kept asking you, Justin. Like, do I get it? I don't know. Should I do it? So, w- w- sure. what have been the benefits for you? Because I, when I met you, you did not have a license, and yep. and, and you now have it. So, so yeah, I mean, I, it's kind of kind of twofold. I, I the last property I bought was a foreclosure. Uh, you know, foreclosure market around here. There's a, there's a ton of foreclosures and there's a ton of competition. Um, I probably spent a good part of six months driving my agent crazy, going through every property under the sun that I could find that was a foreclosure that might be okay, might not be okay, this and that. And I kind of made him a deal. I said, if you get me to the finish line on this one, I'll get my license and I won't drive you crazy anymore except for training. <laughs> so, awesome. he, uh, so he said, yep, not a problem. We'll get you to the finish line. So, <laughs> well, I, I ended up closing on that property and renovate it and I'm living in it now. But uh, you know, I, I wanted to be able to walk in and out of properties without making those phone calls and setting appointments. I just do it on my own. Right. So that that was my one you know investment mindset on getting my my real estate license. And then uh, while we were in the midst of uh, renovations, my uh, wife uh, you know said, "Hey, we got number two on the way." Mm. So I was like, "Well, at this point, uh, you know, daycare and and her working part time at a school wasn't really gonna." add up, you know, to, uh, you know, pay all the bills. So I told her, why don't you stay home? I'll get work real estate makes a little bit extra income to cover your income plus investing and my full-time job. And 
you know, she could stay home with the kids, and, and it, it works out, you know. It, my, my girls are happy. They got mom home all the time, and, you know, it leaves me the freedom where I can, you know, go to the meetings and meet people and see properties, meet clients, you know, sell houses and, and you know, kind of back it with my, my regular job, and, you know, it works out. We're, we're, we're at a, uh, you know, a good level of income, and I still got, you know, my, my investments, I, I get to see all the properties in the area. I know what's going on, what's what's listing, what's expiring, and be able to you know follow up on you know owners that you know may be distressed and you know and it, it kind of goes hand in hand. So I'm really glad that I got the the real estate license. Um, you basically learn everything there is to know about real estate law and you know how everything works in your state and. You're basically making money to educate yourself. You're, you're, you're part of closings. You're part of inspections. You're part of, you know, lawyer back and forth negotiations, and it's not your money. So you're basically learning and setting yourself up to put yourself in the better position when you're negotiating for your own, and and you know where you want to put the money, and then you have the connections for the inspectors and the contractors. Everything comes together, so when you get your first property or whatever your investment is, you have all of those uh, contacts at your disposal mm. and everything works a lot better and easier. And, you know, you're, you're, you're protected because it's, you know, not necessarily your money that's going into the deal. You're, you're learning and you have your errors and omissions <laughs> yeah. insurance there to protect you <laughs> if anything goes sour. So, <laughs> so no, I, you, I actually hadn't heard that explanation for having your realtor license, but it's fin- such a good idea. I, I and I didn't realize it going into it. Yeah. I, I was going into it saying, "Hey, I'm going to be able to walk into any property I want to, yeah, take right. a look at it, and not have to worry about calling my agent to get me in." But after going through the class, getting my my state test done, and and starting to show properties, I, I've learned more than yeah. I would have mm-hmm. going to three years, four years of SJ Ria, mm-hmm. you know, meetings or, or you know, trying to buy one property here, one property there. You know, I've been involved on 15 purchase and sales and, and, you know, rentals and everything else under the sun without even spending a, a dollar of my own money minus, you know, my, my class and, and licensing yeah, fees. Right. And, you know, at the end of the day, I, I feel like I, I've just got a, you know, PhD in real estate and mm-hmm. I, I literally have made money on it. I didn't right. cost me anything. That's, that's a really cool perspective. And uh, I don't think that that's talked about enough yeah. because the value of that, you know, because you're paying attention. Sure. You're paying attention to what the attorneys are saying to your clients and the back and forth and what those inspection reports say because you've got that extra motivation of, you know, looking at it through the investor lens. But even the, the residential transactions, you're getting that education. Sure. So, it's I such mean, a good I, idea. I, I recommend it to anybody that wants to get into, you know, this type of business, wants to get into investing. You, you need to know the foundation of the business mm-hmm. before you can go and find your loopholes and find your mm-hmm. your ins and outs and and you know know how to deal with a distressed property owner. Well, you, if you can deal with a you know five hundred thousand dollar home that they're they're you know going back and forth over a chandelier, mm-hmm. you'll be able to you know walk somebody through you know avoiding a foreclosure yeah. or, or you know subject to you know financing and and. You know, all the other things that go along with it, it, it takes the fear out of, you know, the transaction 
you know, a little bit more. So, yeah, I, I mean, I highly recommend it. Anybody that wants to get into investing, doesn't have money to get into investing, mm-hmm. wants to educate themselves and, you know, that you don't have a RIA or, or a network to lean on, you know, go get your real estate license. You're going to learn more in in three months getting your real estate license and, and passing the state exam than you would probably reading, you know, most books and, and spending time listening to lectures or, or whatever it may be, you know, get some hands-on experience. Unless and you're they listen make money. to this podcast right here. <laughs> well, in case they went, they're this, learning everything they need the, to know. This is the epiphany of right. all real estate education <laughs> <laughs> in the state of New Jersey. That's right. <laughs> no, we're international, remember? No, oh, international. Yes, I'm international. sorry. Worldwide. Worldwide. Hey, you know, I'm sure it applies, you know, overseas too, you know. Uh, real estate agent versus investor. And Soon they'll be in the Space Force listening to us, you know, <laughs> <laughs> defending Mars and Pluto. Yeah. yeah. Can you yeah. imagine the land grab once uh, we get to Mars? I'm, I'm telling you, I, I already <laughs> What's have. What's that real yeah, estate worth? I'm already, I'm already building a fund to buy yeah. the, the Western Hemisphere of Mars. There you go. So, <laughs> oh, man. I, I heard it's a lot nicer than the Eastern Hemisphere. <laughs> I want some mountaintop yeah, property. I, I, yeah, I've already bought uh, acres uh, by that stream of water that yeah, they discovered. Yeah, the one frozen. Desolate yeah. stream of water okay. that used to be there a billion years ago. All right. Okay, tune in next week for <laughs> our analysis of real estate on Mars. Yes. Justin will be buying 40 units, <laughs> 40 planets, 40 craters, 40, 40 planets worth. Jeez, oh, oh, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's that's good stuff, man. Yeah, I never really heard it from that perspective. I always heard get your real estate license so that you can market and sell your own properties when you flip them and then mm-hmm. you don't have to pay the fees and all that you know you hear that stuff right but if you're not necessarily a flipper and you're more a buy and hold and rental sort of investor yeah you know yeah, I mean it's, it's it's sort of a different thing I mean listen it's icing on the cake if I if I had to give up commission to make a deal get put together you know at least it's another bargaining chip but yeah. at the end mm-hmm. of the day you know I, I read you know five contracts a week Mm-hmm. You know, lawyer, lawyer emails going back and forth. You, you're just, you're learning the business. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If you make a couple sales and a couple bucks on the side, yeah, great. You know, you can do it as a, as yeah. a, a part-time gig, you know, you, or maybe that's your, your, your calling and that's your career. You're, you're meant to do sales of real estate mm. and you can make a really nice living doing it. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. And, you, and you talked to me about, uh, having access to certain tools to, you know, as far as marketing and, you know, because investors often, real estate investors often have to, um, you know, market to motivated sellers and things like that. But you, you told me that you are privy to certain tools as an agent, you know, that, you know, you can take advantage of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a number, number of, um, you know, um, websites that, that we use at the office for marketing, you know, um, Cole Realty, um, realist tax info and you know most people are going on and, and buying lists from list source and mm-hmm. half the information on list source I can pull off a you know re, uh, um, what is it called the uh, realty tax information mm. that's part of you know me being a licensed agent in my MLS and uh, mm. you know I, I can I can build my own list I, I just dropped 50 uh, 80 letters to uh, pre foreclosure homeowners in, in South Jersey this week you know, and, and yeah. I pull that list for free. You yeah. know, I don't have to pay list source for it. Mm-hmm. I print it out. I, I load it into, you know, mail merge in, in Microsoft Word and, and print out my letters. My wife sits at home. She addresses them, stamps them, drops them in the mail and, you know, wait, oh, wait for uh, my Google voice line to, to ring. Yeah. So, <laughs> we'll it's, see what happens. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, one thing I wanted to add to what you're doing um, versus just being an investor without an, uh, a license, a real estate license, is that when you market to motivated sellers, and for those of you who are not investors out there, what one of the strategies that we uh, implement is marketing to people who are motivated to sell their home. So they're distressed for whatever reason. They inherited the house or, um, you know, they're, they're, they're empty nesters and they need to leave and, you know, they want to, uh, they, they, they don't want to do the renovations. Uh, we market, we, we send letters to them. We say, Hey, we know the situation you're in. Let's help you get from point A to point B. But for myself as an investor without an agent license, I can't tell them that I am, you know, I say I'm an investor, but Eric Dea can say, I am an investor and I am also a licensed real estate agent, which creates more brand credibility and trust. So they will more likely open the door for him than for me and talk to him because if he doesn't buy the house as an investor, he could list it as an agent. You maximize your leads, yeah. yeah. So, so you, give it, you got a twofold, you say, you want you want the cash price to walk away. We'll take it as is, or do you want to you know clean it up? We'll put it on the market and get your top dollar. It's two different mindsets, two different clients per se, and yeah, you gotta kind of offer every which exit mm-hmm. to the uh, to get out of the. Property. Yeah, I mean leads are so expensive. So exactly. if you get someone that's willing to sell, exactly, you know you want to buy it any way you can, whether it's listing yeah. or buying it yourself or wholesaling it off to someone else. And again, that, again, back to the, the name of the business, Maze Property Solutions, helping you find the best exit. That's you know, we're, we're here to help you find <laughs> the love, best love exit. Love it. Love it. Is that your tagline? <laughs> yep. Nice, dude. And yeah. you didn't smart. even need on-air brands wow. to do that. Yeah. So, um, so Eric Day has got, got hey, some... Maybe point. I have a new job with on-air brands. <laughs> tagline writer. Um, so Eric Day, that's his plan. He's, he's, he's got some cool stuff. He's, he's, he's got on the horizon to crush it. What about you, Mr. Justin Fraser? What's on the horizon for you? Um, right now, I'm going to take care of this property that I just purchased. Um, and where like is it again? A new baby. It's in Portsmouth, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got a strong property manager on site. We've you got a strong a contracting. It's next to Norfolk. No, no you want to give your, your, your property managers a plug or anybody else out there, part of your team that's helping you? Listen, I've got a great team all around. Um, Dowd Realty down there in Virginia and uh, Dowd Contracting. And, um, you know, we're, gonna, we're, we're building on their experience, trusting them. You know, we're, we're going to turn this property around and get a really awesome return for our investors. You know, I, my goal is to meet or beat expectations as of course, you know, under promise over deliver is really uh, how I like to, to live my life. And of course, when we have investors money on the line, that's what we want to do. So um, really not jumping into the next one. You know, if, if opportunities come to me, I will certainly explore them and, and see where I can uh, help out, but my main focus right now is is the family and turning this property around, and then maybe in the fall, once this is a little more stabilized, we'll start talking and thinking about another property. But it's weird to say I'm not actively in the market looking for property right Must now. Feel weird, right? It does feel weird, <laughs> but uh, now I've got to take care of the one that we have because cool. there won't be another one unless we unless we nail this one. Right, that's true. So make true. it a lot harder. So, so we have to build on the success. Where can people find you? What can they do to help you or partner? Well, uh, for information on the apartments, uh, 88realestatecapital.com. 
um, for some videos. I try to record YouTube videos for just anything, whether it's apartments or single families, dealing with tenant issues, whatever we have going on in any of the businesses. Um, they can go on YouTube and search Liberty Property Investing. And we've got a bunch of videos out there, um, everything from just day-to-day, mundane, you know, how I was feeling the night before closing to, you know, the property that I had destroyed by my tenants and <laughs> everything. Uh, how many views you got? You, you're crushing that one. Oh, huh? 50,000 already. Yeah, I know. Wow. Um, Big so, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's probably the best way people can email me or... Uh, Where can they email you? Justin at 88 Real Estate Justin Capital. Estate and real from there, um, you know, my number's on the website. And cool. Reach out. Let's talk. You know, happy to always talk real estate with anyone. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, Eric? Where uh, can people reach you, you find you? Reach me at uh, helpmehomes at gmail.com. Uh, you can uh, check out my Facebook. Uh, what is it? Uh, <laughs> you need er- Eric Day or uh, it's uh, Eric Day Agent, I believe, at Facebook. Uh, either way. Eric Day, D-E-A. D-E-A. Eric with a C. E-R-I-C-D-E-A. Yeah. Yep. Nice and short and easy. So, uh, yeah, shoot me an email. Uh, reach out on Facebook. Uh, I don't have a YouTube channel. Uh, I'm not that photogenic, so. Uh. <laughs> oh, stop it, you handsome devil, you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, get, shoot should, me an though. email. We, hey, we can, I remember you talk. shot that video that one yeah, time. Yeah, no, I, I, I do cameo appearances in everybody's yeah. videos. That's, that, I like it that way better than uh, hosting You're my like channel. You're like Stan Lee in the Marvel <laughs> movies. <laughs> Eric has a good video on, on my channel about uh, house I'm on hacking. Justin's channel. Yeah. I'm on Matt Fairclaw's. Yeah, man, you got it. Uh, hey, you're just, not on mine. That's no, uh, we had the one, well, it's on Justin's channel when we went to Manhattan. But Oh, yeah, 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 that was a good one. We got a few. I I make my cameos. Yeah. You you know what's funny? I was just talking to Natalie Shane, and um, maybe, no, maybe it was Sunny Marie. But anyway, um, it's weird in this day and age with social media and how we're putting all this content out there, and we're just pouring it out there, not thinking really much of it. And I was approached the other uh, week or so when I was doing this charity event, Farmapalooza, and um, someone approached me and asked for my freaking autograph. That was weird. That's how you know you That's made it. That's because you were that doing the rock star weird. thing. Maybe it was a little Seamless bit of the rock star celebrity. thing. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, she was like, hey, my mom is a fan of yours. She used wow. to work with you. Um, she's all about you and your Facebook Dang. live posts. And wow. she's watching you. And, um, you know, and, I, and she's always bragging about you. Can you take a selfie with me? And can you sign this? And I was like, what? You, wow. Did you digitally sign the phone? Uh, yeah, I digi- and, and then I used a Sharpie on an area Wait, what of the did, body. What did she want you to it. sign? <laughs> but no, it was, it was re- a rock it was, concert. It was after sur- yeah, it was a rock concert. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 weird because once you start putting yourself out there, you don't realize people are actually watching. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. we have like 500 subscribers, which, you know, compared to most YouTubers is nothing, but that's, that's like 500 people that watch every time I put an update out there, you know, and then we put it. it on Facebook Live or something yeah, that Facebook usually goes Live? over to 1,000 people. I mean, we have or, hundreds and hundreds of people that yeah, watch. Yeah, I mean, it. people are consuming, you know, I think people really, it started with like HGTV and the 30-minute flip and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, and, um, you know, people get interested in that, so they see that you're doing real estate, and like, yeah. oh, I want to I check that out, and, you know, so we try to make like usually three to five minute snippets of content for people and just give a real life look at what's going on and people respond to that kind of stuff absolutely 
you know, so cool. So, so cool. raw and uncut versus the HGTV make it pretty. Yeah, I rarely, yeah. I rarely have time to edit and make yeah. anything fancy. So it's usually just raw and like including sure. all the ums and ahs and the yeah the mistakes and everything else. But and people like that. They they appreciate that. You yeah, know? it's authentic. It's, it's yeah, exactly. It's real. But anyway. Um, if you guys have anything else to add, do you want to add or we I'm, could I'm wrap good. it up? I know Justin's looking at his watch and thinking, <laughs> I got to get out of here. It's almost midnight. I just want to say uh, congratulations on this podcast. And, yes. uh, you know, good luck Thank with you. everything that you got going. You got a, a lot going on. I know you gave us praise for working two jobs or, or yeah. investing. And I, th- I think you got a lot on your plate and you're really, Thanks, really brother. out there killing it, man. And, and keep it up. I appreciate it. Thanks, brother. Um, and I love uh, spending time with you guys. And, you know, whenever our next mastermind meeting is, maybe we could do it. I'll find five mics. To Absolutely. <laughs> do a round the, the, the table. Skype. Some <laughs> Skype yeah. steak and uh, yeah, steak, steak and podcast. Uh, I think Lewis and Huzefa will be very jealous that they weren't on this podcast. And yeah. Kevin. And Kevin. Um, he'll be jealous that I mentioned him last. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but okay, no, Kevin. no. Shout out it's to okay. you guys. Uh, we love and appreciate you. And hopefully um, I'll get you guys on the podcast as well. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, share, applaud, and also leave a message on the Entrepreneur Circle podcast. And we will talk and chat with you at the next one. See you next time. Ciao, ciao. (laughs) Hey, folks, that was Eric Dea of Mays Property Solutions and Justin Fraser of 88 Capital Real Estate and 100 other companies. I didn't get an opportunity to plug or give or offer any information out there for people who want to get in touch with these two fine gentlemen. So Eric Dea of Maze Property Solutions can be found um, at helpmehomes at gmail.com. That's helpmehomes at gmail. And also look for Eric Dea, E-R-I-C, not Eric with a K like my name, but Eric C, um, Eric Dea, D-E-A. I don't, I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing his name correctly and i apologize eric if it's if it's day it might possibly be day and then uh justin can be found at justin at 88 realestatecapitalcom that's justin 88 the numbers 88 realestatecapital.com this dude is crushing it just bought that 40 unit and managing and putting all of the people investors and funding it was just amazing to watch him be the maestro of an event like that. So pretty cool to Justin. Congratulations again on accomplishing that amazing feat. And, you know, we'll chat and talk to you guys at episode four. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Entrepreneur Circle Podcast. You have now entered the Entrepreneur Circle. Hello, this is Josh McCowan, CEO of Viva May Hospitality and the beautiful Renault Resort Winery. I have to tell you, the secret's out. And the secret is On Air Brands. On Air Brands Creative Agency, which specializes in launching podcasts, transforming live events into live streaming events, and social media marketing soup to nuts. On Air Brands has changed the game. There'll never be a day from here forward when you and I and our companies don't need to be on the air. 
Every brand needs to be on the air, but so few know that. So it's great to work with a group that are ahead of the curve and to find a company that has been built on the core foundation of the future of marketing. If you're ready to broadcast your brand like they've done for my brands, take the next step and make a change that can transform your business. Reach out to On Air Brands today. That's onairbrands.com. Yes, onairbrands.com.